Gentlemen, start your engine. Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, radio hotmap. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Diabolical uh, um, uh, technical goodies. Radio hotmap. Hot, 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 hot. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. G'day viewers, welcome to episode 23, Radio Hot Lap, here in Adelaide. First day of the Clipsal 500 for 2006, school's in, and with me today is our regular co-host, JP. Hi Johnny, how are you? Hey, very good. And joining us also, flying in from Sydney, Linda Long, hi, and almost another full-time co-host. Hi, yeah. hello Hardy, hello JP, how's it going boys? Good, thank you, Linda. How are you going? Wonderful. We've actually just about got the whole hot lap crew here today, we don't have. we? And and a cast of thousand also going to be flying in the door here for the mega barbecue we're doing at the world headquarters <laughs> here in Norwood. Well, where do we start? So much to talk about. Well, and it's only Thursday. Start? It is only Thursday, and uh, first day out. Very. Uh, very pleasant weather here in Adelaide, albeit a bit humid and a bit warm. I don't think the drivers would have found it too comfortable today. No, it was very humid, viewers. Very humid indeed, about 35 degrees, and uh, it's very unlike Adelaide to throw out such humid uh, weather. I saw some of the drivers getting out the cars, and they were very, very hot. Uh, that was the Ute guys, and I went down and talked to Chris Pither, who came out of the um, Kangalotas uh, supercar, because uh, the Conoco, yeah, yeah the, 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 the sorry. Yeah, Fujitsu series, Konica series. Oh man, what Fujitsu are we called? V8. Oh, get it geez. right, boy. Come on, Johnny. Come on, oh. come on. You've got to get it right. Oh, really? We don't right need it. That's right. Jeez. It is they Fujitsu keep, Every V8, year they change. I'm right, and he's gone. Oh, rat. No, no. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> and, he, and he got out of the car, and he was it was very hot indeed. But uh, a credit to him, he's definitely a good steer. And you know, we're missing him, missing him out of the Utes, and um, have a talk about how well he's gone today in a moment. So how was it down the track today? You actually went down, you and Mark, our, our elusive other... Yeah, Mark Bright, the Melbourne Bright. Business Development Manager, who yes. makes sure that I don't give everything away. That's right. He's here. He's just on the phone, uh, just actually working out how much money we put in the bank today. Ah, there you go. So what actually happened down at the track today, guys? That's right. Well, the Utes were on the track, and um, first and second practice sessions. It was all pretty good. The new BFs have debuted. Uh, they had done some testing at Malala Thursday, Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, the Coopers team were out there on Tuesday. both days in, right. in various forms. Uh, Jack Ellsgood was testing the first day and yesterday was uh, James Harrigan with um, the old bike uh, Ian McAllister there as well in the in the third. Oh, year. he's a character. Yeah, he is a great bike. Yeah, I met he? him last night for the first time. He is a character. Yes, without turning it into the, uh, well it won't be the Alan Simonson show but it could be the Coopers show. We, we Coopers has shown us such... <laughs> he's <laughs> back. That'll be Mark Bryant. It will no, be Mark Bryant. he's gone. Actually, before we get into what went on, beers. Oh, yes. beers. We forgot yeah. beers. We you, did. You can't do a podcast without beers. You're right. Well, I've got mine. What are you having, JP? I have, funnily enough, talking, <laughs> in, talking about it turning into a Cooper's show. And, of course, this had nothing to do with the trip you made to the brewery with the uh, guys from the Cooper's uh, Ute team on Tuesday or Wednesday, was it? But uh, I have a new Cooper's lager. Mate, if it was any more European or in a smaller bottle, it'd have to charge you more money. Exactly. That's what the ad says. <laughs> That's what the ad says. How after this? Oh. oh, hello, Mark Bryant. Oh, how are you, listeners? Viewers. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I've been educated. You, you went the wrong way. Well. No, 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 no. 
I'm we're well, John. We're doing it on the iPod today, mate, so you'll have to throw your voice out there. Oh, I've got no hope. You know what I'm like. Mumble, well, just mumble. speak up. Hang I'm, on, I'm yelling hang on. now. I'll just he he is yelling, yard. actually. Mark's a little oh, I'll busy. Kick him somewhere else. That'll get his voice He's uh, working hard at a. We're getting an in car camera set up going. Uh, for, I can't tell you. It's so secret, we can't even tell the people who've asked for it. What's do we going know on. what car we're putting it yes, in? Yes, we do, but we'll I do. can't tell you or the viewers. So, how am I going to put it in? It's going in a Carrera Cup car. I'm going to be blindfolded and I've got to connect all these AV wires. That's all you need to know. That's it. Yeah, you lead you up blindfolded to the car. Even the driver doesn't go to the window, and you just go for it. <laughs> At this point, it's going to be a le- very interesting lead-up. All of us blind. And I can tell you, all I can tell you is that the driver did end up on his roof at the AGP last year. You should be able to work it out, viewers, from yes, there. Yes, you should. So we've taken out double experience, uh, double uh, insurance on the camera setup. <laughs> okay, getting back to beers. Today. Back oh, to beers. beers! Yes, yeah, no yeah. beers. I'm having a green pale ale. Another Cooper's. Yep. Johnny, what are you having tonight? Don't I'm you? having the uh, the remnants of a glass of a uh, bottle of a Bethany Cab Merlot uh, Shiraz Cab Shiraz Cabernet from that beautiful little winery in the Barossa Valley. Aha! Uh-huh. Well, I have to be the odd person out because I'm actually having a Barossa Shiraz, an 041 that we picked up this afternoon. Or we did. How do you know that if it's a clean skin? We did. Because it's you got a label. It's a clean skin oh, with a tricky label, so you know what it is. <laughs> See, over in Melbourne, they hide, the, they hide that. It's semi-clean skin. Oh, so that's Melbourne. Yeah, they don't they hide that. They're, They're not that secretive. We have classy clean skins in Adelaide. Now, viewers, I'm munching on a chip, but recently I've been told by Linda I'm not allowed to chew on chips. No. No eating. While we're doing the radio. Yeah, now listen, while I've got you two here, JP Oh, God, here we go. I'm sorry. for lecture. Yeah, look, I'm sorry. I have to do it, but a couple of episodes ago, um, it was actually prior to the 21st, so it was the 20th episode. Prior to the 21st. Yes, prior to the 21st. (laughs) (laughs) That was a shocker. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, but (laughs) the eating and the pausing with you guys shoving food down your throat. All the emails we got in. All we could hear was munching. Yeah, I didn't hear any bitching and moaning. Well, we didn't hear anything whatsoever. (laughs) <laughs> hey, what? No bitching and moaning. That means there's no women listening to the show. See, That's viewers, right. you can actually hear Mark now. He's gone up. He's <laughs> <laughs> had one swig of, of, of the pale ale and he's on it. <laughs> so I'd just like to say, boys, if you don't mind, a little bit of manners. By all means, eat the nibblies that we've got here in front of us. But don't speak with your mouth Well, the, the problem with that, Linda, of course, is that someone's talking about something and you're stuffing your face while they're talking and they mention something that you need to leap in at and you just can't help yourself you just have to just talk you know and that's what we do that's well the i know that's we what don't we edit. do but i'm sorry you know? boys it just didn't sound good and okay. i don't like it so we're not doing it tonight because i'm here mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. and we'll just go <laughs> <laughs> well you'll hear them now but can't we? well uh and Rusty Sausage, hello mate, how are you tonight? Oh, a bit of a wag of the toast. Now she's busy over there after having her 100% organic chicken and vegetables for dinner because mm. there's a really great organic supermarket down there on the corner. And I the know, dogs, I went the, there this morning. The dogs, like, did you get the organic organic toilet paper? I did actually. We had no toilet paper in the um, hot lap headquarters here <laughs> last night <laughs> and this morning. Do the viewers need to know? Well, yes, the viewers they may do, need to know that there's a person who... It wasn't very nice for Linda. I've, I've heard Go a rumour before you join us. <laughs> I've heard a rumour that there's someone who inhabits the hot lap headquarters who actually stockpiles toilet paper in his bedroom. Yeah, we won't go there. So that no one else can use it. Well, no, let me, me tell you, it isn't me. <laughs> and that'll be oh, the phone. That'll be uh, someone that we'll come back to in one moment. Sorry about that, little interlude viewers. That was uh, Grant Denny's father on the phone just kicking my ass and making sure that uh, the barbecue was underway. 
Anyway, they'll be over here shortly. Lovely. So, on to business. Mark, now you came down to the track with me today, and uh, what do you think of the Ute series a year down the track? Looks shiny. Well, it looks shiny. It's different. I think the I think we look at where we started a year ago, John, when we first started playing in this Ute field at Clipsal and wandering around the track, and here we are now. We're swanning around in the Cooper's corporate tent above the main chicane, and we've just got it all set up really lovely. Yeah, I've got the lawyers out working on the contract. Glenn's uh, yet to put pen to paper, but it's looking all pretty good. And it's surprising to see the amount of livery that's changed on all the cars this year too, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, there's some great... Of, a lot of new stuff and a lot of sort of disguised names have disappeared and brands have changed and very weird, but I suppose they've got to do what they can do. And great thing on the track today was um, Maddie, wasn't it, who went out with no sponsorship, was not going to run at AGP because he sold his drive for that round to somebody's he couldn't afford to run and he pulled two sponsors in the first practice session today. That is really, really good. I mean, uh, Matt O'Grady had run with Donut King sponsorship last year. The O'Grady Racing Team are a really close-knit family operation and it's just wonderful to be able to see someone you know, come along here, take even though they're Queenslanders, um, and take a few local Adelaide sponsors here for this round. And it's good to see a local company wanting to get on board just for one round indeed. Definitely. I mean, it just goes to show that there are people out there looking at the youth and seeing what's going on and going, these guys are worth backing. Exactly. And I mean, if he's come out here with a car with nothing on it, I mean, it's like a blank canvas. Oh, my logo would look great on there. The mantle of, of the blank, blank, blank black car has passed from Marcus Sakanovic to Matt O'Grady because Marcus has picked up a bunch of sponsors, including Simmons Homes and Motol is, is not just only providing product, oh, really? there's a bit of cashola coming in there. And uh, a, oh, a new yeah, nice bit too. Yeah, and a new yeah. company with some um, uh, power tools. Uh, also, Herod Motorsports come on board with yeah. them to some extent. So that's that's really good. Good, on, good for markets. Mm. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, no, great, well done. So uh, looking at uh, oh, I must say, Colin Dunn. Really, the, the the pick of the crop for me visually was Colin Dunn's new BF uh, that is come out with. A redhead sponsorship, and that's a new one for yeah, motorsport. It it's mm. not like something that's moving from one area to the other. The car, the car view is, is reminiscent of the old red Winfield racing cars that were um, around maybe yeah, ten years Bright, ago. It was under yeah. Bright and May. Bright and May, that's Bright and May. Yeah, Bright and May yeah, redhead. But that, yeah. that is a trick-looking car. It is. I saw it yesterday. And yes, I was you did. Blown away you? by how beautiful it's been presented, and well done to them, and wonderful the redheads for coming on. And yeah, great. Anybody who's new on the scene is always very, very welcome. Mm. It was uh, lovely to go to a function last night. Hamilton Kennedy put on a, an excellent cocktail party out at their uh, world headquarters at Richmond. Um, we all went out there as a, as a business SA function and uh, Adam Beltbuckle Brand was there with his new BF just flown in from Nashville that afternoon That's right. um, after being recording for a couple of weeks. Can't he get it right in the first few days? I don't know what's the matter with him. I've been like... <laughs> 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 well, it goes to show what you know about yeah, recording. It was a whole hour. Oh, yeah, it wasn't just That's a single. topic. And, well, and, what, and, and I said to Billy, <laughs> I said to Billy, why don't we use, why don't we use some of his, his music? And, the, and Bill goes, I don't like it. <laughs> they were actually threatening to sort of like slow some of the competitors up by putting his sets in their car. Oh, that would do. He's had a busy weekend, Adam Brown, hasn't he? He's he has. doing the youth, which is just, you know, 
fabulous and good on yep. him for having a go. But then he's actually performing on Saturday night as well, so he's yes, just swapping. Saturday night's the country night. It'd be interesting to see if he stays in his driving suit or well, whether he can well, get Exactly, it'd be interesting. I don't think he'd be staying in his driving suit because I still had a look at his new missus yesterday. I reckon he'd be performing all weekend. <laughs> Lisa, his new And he definitely lovely won't lady. have his driving lovely suit on when he's performing. Had a nice conversation with her. Lovely girl. She was, wasn't she? She was a lovely girl, and you just put your eyes off her. It's all right to look. It is all right to look. There you go. So just give you a bit of a rundown, viewers, about how the Utes um, rolled out today. Uh, we've got a couple of practice sessions uh, with Kerry Wade topping the times in the first one, followed by Grant Johnson. Now, that's two Western Australian guys. In fact, the only two Western Australian guys. Poor old Kerry Wade and the Skipper's Transport Ocean Beach Hotel um, car had uh, all sorts of dramas last year, and he's, he's just, it's very clear that he's got the pace. And same, her, same with Grant Johnson, who's coming back, come back to do a full season in the Orange Grove car. Marcus Sakanovic was third with the um, money Fujitsu money online car. Well, they say Fujitsu here in the, in the documentation, but it shouldn't be not at all. It should be now the Simmons Homes. And James Brock was uh, James Brock was fourth. Damien White, the, the king of the, the king of the castle, um, in his newly um, launched Wollongong Performance Racing team, yep. which has uh, also got uh, Yanis Caviar Derrams uh, in the second car, which is being leased off the Kanga Lotus uh, Group, uh, is the Chris Pitha drove last year. Uh, it is looking really, really good. Here we got uh, Kim Jane in six, Ryle Harris, uh, now part of uh, Ryle Harris or Harris Visual 3D his father's uh, organisation. Gary Baxter, the local, in, in eighth with the James Harrigan topping the Coopers Pale Ale Racing times in ninth and Craig Dontis from Performance Car uh, rounding out the top ten. But that is only P1, boys and girls, but Kerry Wade did end up taking it out in the second one, followed by, again by Grant Johnson, Damien White third and Marcus fourth, and Jack Ilsgood coming up to fifth. So the combined oh, times for the day is not obviously the two Western Australians, the two sand gropers, uh, the, and the place that, uh, uh, what's his name? What's his name? He's out of jail. He does a weather report. Chopper! He doesn't. Oh! Western Australia, <laughs> who cares? Whatever the time it cares, it doesn't matter. <laughs> First and second, so that's very good. Uh, a uh, good start of the year. Damien White definitely isn't foxing with coming in with a third mm. um, and uh, Marcus in fourth and they're only a smidgen apart we're looking at uh, yeah, 0.8 uh, actually a bit of a bit of a gap there, 0.8 but like they are both running the old um, XR8 AU cars and I think there's some method in that madness. The best of the new BFs is uh, Jack Ellsgood in fifth followed by Gary Baxter in the upgraded VZ. Now the VZs have got a Bilstein performance package which have been supplied by Quadrant Suspensions and uh, I was talking to James Brock earlier and he said they're really really nice to drive now getting all the sort of um, uh, you know, getting the power down coming out of oh, corners. Jeez. Uh, Jono, what's <laughs> going on with that Brock car? Well, I don't that know. Was a bit weird. Like, all of a sudden, here we've got this big team Brock push last year and it's disappeared off the car. What's well, a bit of family rift going on there? Well, I wouldn't want to, wouldn't want to get any neg negative energy for any throwing more my way. Moses, can we? Uh. <laughs> oh, oh, this is a bit of a tough... Oh, boy. Oh, I didn't hear it. going on there, John. You something. didn't even notice it today. I anyway. saw it. It's all gone. PB will be on the show to defend his son. I don't think so. He's got a few nasal problems at the moment. I'm sure it's cold or something, so... Anyway, I'll be back later. <laughs> 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 Look, they're just gonna, uh, that's just going to create more questions than it is. Uh, it was a bowling accident, wasn't it? 
thought, all I said was he had a cold. Oh, <laughs> dead silence, that's worse. No, it's, it's very weird. Uh, do, you remember, do you know Sandy Newman Thinking time Melbourne? for the viewers. Yeah. So a bit of a character on the bloody A bit of a character. Excellent and character. An all-around sort of a character. Well, he, he was up to a bit of funny business with some lady who was married to some other fella who happened to be a plumber. <laughs> oh, geez. So were they playing that uh, Fix My Sink song? So something about plumbers breaking noses. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, viewers, you didn't hear it. Uh, you know, it's funny, uh, Darren Palmer... Um, um, moving right along. Moving right along, yeah, Darren Palmer... Um, we don't know where to look. Nobody will hear that, I'm a low talker. We, are, yeah. we do not know where to look. Ross's son, Darren Palmer, has the return to the V8 Ute series. Well, yeah. what used to be known as the... Can't mention it. Brute series, and but Darren Palmer's back with Paul Wright sponsorship. So it's sort of appropriate to have Paul Wright on a car considering we've got the big Cooper's car at the airport with uh, Mad Dog Denya's name on it and Paul Wright. Very true. Confusing. You well, came yeah. in the dark, didn't you? Hmm. No, just with his eyes closed. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's uh, all pretty good. I reckon there's, there's 29 cars on the field there today. There are a couple of people that are AWOL. But generally speaking, we're okay. okay blah, 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 looking up from the bottom, um, Andrew Flynn's new to the series. Greg Willis, who is the, the, the boss of Grove Fruit Juice, is returning after um, driving the Aussie racing car most of the most of last year. Brendan Tucker is there with a new car. Tony Bates is driving the Jeff Emery. What was the Team Australia car in? Oh yeah, Team Australia. Yeah, yep. In in Queensland last year, and he had a little bit of. <coughs> a small altercation with the with the with the wall. Um, How many altercations were there today? Just out of curiosity. Uh, I only saw one, and it was that one there. Tony red, red lap. How did uh, uh, Charlie go? How did Charlie Kovacs go? Charlie Kovacs was uh, midfield, seventeenth, uh, and uh, you know, well, it, tomorrow will be the day to know. Mm. We we just you know they're getting their cars right, and you know there's a whole lot of different things. We've got suspension package changes, mm. we've got engine changes, and brand new chassis. I suppose the uh, the guess would be out who's going to be the first one to crunch a new BF. But I didn't see a single panel bent on a new BF today, and Les Small was uh, sitting over there looking quite relaxed, having done the most wonderful job. Yes, viewers, Les Small has built those cars, and this is not like just you bring your car in, jack it up, and put a few things on it. It really is mm. a pro operation. Yeah, the okay. air jack system in the car... Uh, is not operational at this event, and there is some rumour that you know the um, that maybe the supercar guys went. Well, we're only allowed to run air jacks, but to be fair, Cam's haven't approved it. But like when you have a look at the operation, that you know it's a makeshift operation in the park. There's the hardboards down there. People have got to drive in there. The floor's not level. Well, this is exactly when you need air jacks, mm. even yeah. even if you couldn't use them in the race. Well, okay, you're carrying a weight weight penalty, but to be able to service the car, it would just take so much energy away. You know, like uh, of being able to put them on the air jacks rather than yep. people have to bring the jacks around. But conversely, I suppose that then if we're doing that, we're going to have to have access to the airlines and share air bottles, and that may be bringing up the cost as well. Mm. I think it's going to be more of a cost issue than anything else. But we'll just have to wait and see, see after this event, see what Cam's come up with. Exactly. Well, the uh, the darkness is uh, darkness is falling here on Clipsal on the very first day. We're just back from the track. As I said, and uh, it's, we're going to have a bit of a barbecue tonight. There's a few people coming around. Well, I hope there is. There's a huge oh. amount of food. <laughs> yes, there is. But we yes, might there's a lot of food there. Ah, that'd be right. Yes, we've had a busy day, haven't we, JP? We have, Linda. We have. Yeah, we're not good. for us swanning around at the track. No, we no, got relegated. We've been to... slaving around the supermarket. Yes. 
Yes. I Linda. finally found JP, and guess where I find him? In Coles. <laughs> not in the right. racetrack, not a race meeting, in Coles. Look, I have to thank you both for doing that, I know. It really wasn't much of a day at the track. It was a lot of working around and, yeah, and shaking hands and how you going and all no, that well, sort of stuff. Always a bit like mm. that. Why so I very much fun. appreciate you sort of doing all the, all the chores there, guys. Okay. Um, Linda, you did have a little bit of a motorsport activity day, and you might be, maybe you can tell us about what went on there. Oh, Outside, my... nothing to do no. with Clipsal, viewers. No, nothing Absolutely at all. Absolutely nothing to do with Clipsal. I've driven out to the boonies of Adelaide today, gone to Holden Hill. Well, that's not the boonies, I hate to tell you. Oh, my God, that's it felt like it. I can yeah, tell you. Well, it may have, but it's not actually that far away. When the signs were saying away. Adelaide Hills and Birdwood, I'm going, hello, hello, yeah, what's going on here? Not that far it's all right. But, yeah, it did feel a little bit out there. But I actually went out to um, Quicko, which is Velo Seats, where Velo Seats made in um, South Australia, their headquarters. And I met the lovely Andrew Cavalli, who actually owns the business and runs it. And oh, Jacobson Crescent. Cheers. Thank you very much. And I actually had to go and do a seat fitting, because they've got to make a um, baby seat for me. The, a baby um, seat? Yes, yes. Um, yeah. Team Mitsubishi Rally yeah. out of Linda finally... Linda gets air jacks in the seat. <laughs> That's right, yeah. So you can see over the dash. <laughs> Look, the weight's a great th- the weight issue's a great thing for them. They love the idea of me being so light. They're not too happy about how much padding's having to go on this seat and how they have to basically remould and refabricate the whole bloody thing <laughs> just so that I can fit into it, let alone get me up high enough so that my harness can actually get through the back of the seat so it's in line. So yeah, I actually went out there and did a bit of a seat fitting and um, Andrew and his crew out there were absolutely wonderful and very obliging and running around getting cushions and bits and measuring here and cushions. Well, Gee, that's surprising. Yeah, well, what they do is yeah, very funny. <laughs> very Apparently funny. they're spending more on uh, foam padding than they are on carbon fibre. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're, my seat's going to be worth more than the whole car put together probably. <laughs> but no, they've done a great job. Well, they look like they're going to do a great job and um, get it all fitted up. And then yeah, I've got to come back down in a week's time and. And Make sure it fits. And everything else, and then if it's all good and well, it'll be off to um, Melbourne to be popped in the car and getting ready to get to go testing and have a bit of a play before Targa. So that was that was my away from Clipsal day. So that's why I didn't end up actually going down to the track today because I was running around doing that. And then um, yeah, that's what she wants to go. And on then shopping. And then yeah, I get the phone call going. And oh, by you, the way, and did you find time to get any shoes today? <laughs> oh, Linda, did you get any shoes today? Oh, boys, you've got to bring it up. But yes, I did. Can you believe <laughs> are you kidding me? Oh, I look, we're going to have a go at those. I actually got myself this mad little pair of pink sandals um, that were on sale as well, so it was even better. And Let yeah. me tell you, viewers, she's a millionaire and she's available. <laughs> But hang on, she was pregnant two weeks ago. That's right. Well, yeah, that's, that was we've, the, that we've was saved a, a whole lot of money on there. That was a phantom pregnancy in John's There was a phantom pregnancy. Yeah. Russ has phantom pregnancies. But now that I've... But I never had the phantom pregnancy. But now really? Russ has had the... You know... Russ and I have had the same operation. <laughs> we don't want to go there, but... <laughs> let's not go there. <laughs> but viewers, have you ever thought... Why is it... Why is it... Why is it called menopause? You know, oh, how dogs have. Well, because you rust pregnancy. Uh, yeah, well, I can't rust in a pregnancy. Why wouldn't menopause. it be called womanopause? I don't, I don't know. know, Johnny. That's just some, another thing for the viewers to ponder. It is a ponder, but we won't go there. Let's not discuss that. It's like apartments are together. Right <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mark, okay. give us your summation on today. Oh, today was just one of those very, He's very hot... He's already done a summation. Um, He's done Jack Adelaide Pratt. He's sort of there. 
I want to get, every time I say something, I get shot down because I'm saying the wrong thing. I'm trying to work out what I can and can't talk about. You can't say this, Mark. <laughs> what do you mean? We don't give you a list. We only tell you you can't say it after you've said it. Oh, God, this is it. We've got the amazing weekend of motorsport. Besides Clipsal, which is basically the ultimate for this weekend in Adelaide and basically Australia. Um, and the first round of the V8s and the youth in Australia because the opening round was in Man- Manfield. Well, no, it was, no, that was, a, it was, it was just an international an opening round, no. in, invite, yes. So this is the opening. This is the first round. And this is yes. the, the big we one. Have. And then next weekend we've got the GP in, in, in um, Melbourne. Uh, Melbourne. Yep. Yeah. Another, well, no, another d- thing, demonstration of it. I must bring up one thing that John and I are sort of contemplating in the next Mount Buller run is, is how Linda's going to get further away in the field from Mark and John. Ooh. I think that's going to be possible now. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think so. In okay. The, the mega Mitsubishi car. Yeah. I'm fully behind it. I'm excited about it. I You're bet you. Jealous. Uh, we'll be there burning flames like we always do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, burning flames. Say no more. We've actually got another couple of motorsport events on this weekend, guys, around the world. Did you know that? Oh, no, we, I didn't. We but did. you're about to tell us. Oh, yeah. MotoGP's on somewhere, we isn't do. it? We do, yes. The MotoGP opening round starts this weekend at Jerez. Is that correct, John? Yeah, Jerez. Jerez, yeah. Jerez in yeah. Spain. With the J, um, not the H. Yeah, that's right. That's how they pronounce it. But the exciting thing about that for the Australians, which I think is wonderful, is that we have Chris Vermeulen, who will be running in the Suzuki team, and Casey Stoner in the Honda. Now, Casey Stoner, I don't know if you guys know this, he's only 20. And he's actually done a fair bit of racing over the last few years, all totally, you know, like backed by his mum and dad and everything, and they've actually packed the whole family, kicked and boodle up, moved from Curry Curry, which is near Newcastle in New South Wales, and they've all gone to live in Barcelona Jake. just to help Casey get there. Mm, now he's, well done, that's great. Yeah, it, yeah. I think that mm. is great to see the family support, you know, their yep. son that Shit, much. I mean, there's not happy. a hell of a lot's going to keep you in Newcastle, is there? No, no, especially in Curry <laughs> Curry, unless you're a minor. Um, so, yeah, but no, Casey's actually contested the um, National 125 Championship in Britain and Spain last season. And then he's sort of like made his MotoGP debut at Donington and Phillip Island last year. And then he's been picked up by um, Honda. So it's going to be pretty exciting for for him. And I think for Australia as well. But also having Chris Vermeulen, um, who's from Brisbane. And he's running with Suzuki. Now Chris is um, actually entering the season after... He did two actually decent MotoGP debut rides last year at Phillip Island and in Istanbul. Which he actually got 11th position in both. Oh, here he's going out with Julia Roberts. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> oh, I don't think so. Okay. Anyway, you're yeah, being a bit yeah. tacky there. Yeah. Anyway, getting back onto our Australian boys, I think we should all be behind Chris and um, Casey, and I, I wish them all the best for this weekend. And you know, it's all going to be a bit new and exciting for them, and, and it's all learning to the begin with. But yeah, good luck to you guys. Well done. And I just hope everything goes really well for you. Jumping over the other, the um, we've sort of gone from one into Spain. Yep. Let's just move over to Barcelona again, but over to the coast of Barcelona now. That's where Manuel comes from. Manuel, yes. And Manuel. the running of the bulls. And the running of the bulls. The at whole Pamplona. Life. At Pamplona, we. Oui. I'll see. 
Um, we've actually got Rally of Catalonia on, which is the fourth round of the WRC, and this is another time. Oh, we well, wouldn't know anything about that, would you? Not that I would know anything no. about. We'll also be on here tonight at about 9:45 on the big screen. Well, when no, we get the PlayStation, uh, the Xbox 360, which we oh. bought today online to have a go of it. Awesome! So we can practice Rally of Catalonia, and I can practice the stages and do. We haven't even taken another oh. damn thing out of the box. Yeah, I hate when you don't have to buy it. I'll be looking forward to that. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of drivers coming up. They're going to make pieces of them. Oh, <laughs> it's very, I actually will be interested to see these um, V8 drivers actually having go at Oh, oh but, the, but the screen wasn't at the right angle. Oh, yeah. You know? And yeah, I, yeah, could, yeah. I don't understand somebody else talking to me in the car. Uh, no, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no. Oh, no, no. That's not the same as how I have it at home. Yeah, yeah. Oh, anyway. Boy. Yeah, they wouldn't be saying that if the drivers were already here, viewers. Jeez, that right. high well, We might do yeah. a report later on um, in another sort of like 0.5 or 0.2 episode about how the drivers actually go on Xbox. But... Rally Catalonia, as I said this weekend, uh, the second of the tarmac rounds, um, getting to be my favourites naturally. Um, we've got actually Red Bull Skoda coming back in for uh -huh. the first time this year. They've missed out on the on the other three rounds so far. So we have Gilles Panizzi, who you know is a bit of a tarmac specialist, and naturally Sebastian in the Citroen Zaria. Now and naturally we've got is our Australian boys. That's what I was I just going to say, Zaria. I thought just Zara. I'd say Zara, but it could be Zara. Not Azaria. No, not Azaria. Mm -hmm. no. It starts with an X, you know. It does. It's all very confusing. No chance that ever do it. Okay, I may not pronounce it well, and if anybody anyway. wants to email or ring and say, this is how you pronounce it, please. What about if you're hungry? Would you want to get the wolf on the door? Ah, <laughs> oh, boys, get a grip. Get a freaking grip. And a Citroen Azaria <laughs> was <laughs> stolen by a dingo from the parking bay. It's a little light <laughs> uh, oh yeah. god, okay. yep, yep, there was blood stains all through the inside. Yeah. Oh no, no, that's getting a bit too much. Here we go. Yeah, right. Listen to Radio <laughs> Hot Lap Viewers. So you know. far is too much. I can't A light hearted look at motorsport, kidnapping, <laughs> menopause. Don't worry about it. You name it, we cover it. We're not biased on any issue. It's a bit of food can I go last night, mate. Can I go back to the Clipsal 500? Oh, God. Oh, no, no, I, think, I think she's got a few more no, international things. Right. Well, I'm going to go and get another beer on that, but Oh, oh God, Okay, no, JP, you're that going is well. Typical. That is just so typical. It's only because he doesn't understand it. JP. That's what it is. I'm trying to educate him, but it's a slow process. I have to get him in a car. I'll get him in a, We'll get him in you a rally car. in the supermarket. No, I've got to admit, I've got to give it to him. His steering capabilities with tro shopping trolley today were exceptional. He was ducking and weaving around the old ducks. <laughs> he had he had obstacles like prams, and he did very very well with the shopping trolley. I've got to give him, yeah, he did well. He would have qualified pretty there well up go. the top of, yeah. It should be pointed out, viewers, that uh, JP was actually under a little bit of pressure to turn up to do a show in, or actually be seen with Linda after his apparent no-show at uh, Mount Buller and Linda actually threatened that she wouldn't come back. I yeah, I did. I quit. I quit. I that she's going to quit. If JP does not turn up and I do not see JP by Sunday night after Clipsal, I quit. Um, how fit. weird was that? And I turned down Johnny's 500 bucks as well. <laughs> right, you'll, you'll, get, you'll get three more days to get it back. <laughs> okay. Anyway, go on. Right, moving right along. Go on, Linda. Moving right along. So we've done that. So we've done the wrap-up of WRC round. And the only thing I'd like to say is Manfred Stoll actually had a very nasty accident during testing um, two days ago in the Peugeot 307. And both he and his co-driver, Ilka Mjolnir, ended up in hospital. 
they're out now, thank God, and the car's been repaired, and they are actually going to start the event. So, you know, well done to the guys, the team at Peugeot, for putting the car back together. And Absolutely. Yeah, look, glad to see that, you know, nothing horrible happened to them. My pick for the weekend, I mean, I would love to say Chris, because, you know, Chris Atkinson and the Subaru being an Australian boy, but... I'm actually going to put my money, and this may be a bit of like an out one, I don't know, but I'm actually going to put my money on the Red Bull Skoda of Gilles Panizzi. Well, yeah. it's got to be a better result than the email I got recently with a picture of the Skoda before and after. Oh, yes. <laughs> it was no, like no. there was a bit of bank account trauma going on there, oh, like it was yeah. rolled up into a ball and it wasn't much of a ball. But did you notice, that, and that was a very interesting thing about that photo, and I'm sure a lot of you viewers have actually seen this, because it's been floating around for 12 months, because I got it 12 months ago originally. Um, yeah, the what are you car trying to say was, then? Yeah, you, you, you're a bit behind the news, um, JP. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> I just forwarded it on, you know, I just thought it was amusing. But the interesting thing about that, when you did actually see the car in the ball, the rolled up mess, the actual cockpit itself was intact. It was. Yeah, it did look like... The best one recently was that Ferrari. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Now, viewers, yeah. if you haven't seen the uh, photos oh, which of is the doing Enzo the rounds Ferrari, as well. which is doing yeah. the rounds... Yeah, it's funny how that, when you say it does the rounds, and like, because I think I saw that three weeks ago, and yeah. then, like, you know... Suddenly it comes and you get it from five yeah, different people. That's yeah. right. Well, this was a beautiful... Um, Enzo? Yeah, Enzo yeah. Ferrari. On the uh, Pacific Coast Highway. Um, just up, at, uh, up near Pismo Beach where uh, Bugs Valley goes for holidays after making a wrong turn at... Albuquerque. It was an F40. It was a Ferrari it was. Enzo. It was an Enzo. You've got the wrong photos there. Yeah. Martin. Yeah, it was red. But was that red. was another testament to the... That car was actually strewn probably 800 metres in total with the engine, yep. you know, here. And that it actually ripped a telegraph pole out of the ground and spun it round upside down on the wires. It was just incredible. We're um, going to have a little bet, Mark. A oh, hundred, hundred bucks. Stop. Oh, well, what are we betting about? hundred bucks worth of paint. Oh, <laughs> I've seen Mark's just bought a paint store. Yeah, can I get a plug in? I'm sponsored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't buy grass, you can do it later. Because he, yep, he's one of our new sponsors. Yeah, hundred bucks. What, what about it's an Enzo. Paint bet that it's a... F40. No, it's That's an Enzo. No, it's an Enzo. Sorry, Mark. You're outvoted, mate. Oh. Anyway, we, we'll, well, no, if we'll you have haven't the seen the photos of this, email us and we'll happily forward them on to you. Oh, everyone else has forwarded to them. Yeah, yeah, if you haven't, I'm on. saying if you have will, will you listen? <laughs> Not often. <laughs> <laughs> Again, as we were trying to say, it's another testament to how the cockpits stay intact and protect you. The whole car dismantled, the airbags went off. There's, you know, pretty much yep. nothing left, but the cockpit itself well, stayed intact, and the drive will supposedly drive a passenger with, there's a bit of... A bit of conjecture there yeah, about who the driver was, who the passenger yeah. was, who ran away. That's right, but he walked away apparently with a cut lip, and that was it. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you a little story about the... The Enzo. Ah, uh, the F40. This is actually an F40 story, right? Yes. So the F40, which was one of those rare Ferraris that cannot be registered anywhere in the world. About 18 years old now. Uh, well, yes. fairly old now. They yeah. did a runoff in this month's motor magazine between the F40 and the yes, new Yes, the Ferrari 430. And at yeah. the time, anybody who was anybody that wanted to impress someone went out and bought one of those things and ran them in whatever event they could. And in Japan, apparently there's a whole club of really rich Crazy Japanese, dentists. Crazy dentists that hire racetracks in Japan and take these things out and belt the shit out of them and drive them up and down highways. So, quite a few years back now, we ran an event in Australia called the Cannonball Run. Alan Moffat put it on. Put on by Alan Moffat. Yep. I competed in my Cobra at the time. And An Arts Cobra, I believe. That's right. 
with engine provided by Tickford at the time, oh. by Howard Marsden. Uh-huh. So, oh. we tootling along the highway coming out of... Um, tootling, yeah. No, when we say tootling, the, the qualify for the event, you had to maintain an average of 245 oh. to run your car in the event. So it was a pretty serious sort of an event. And I, on, I think it was the second night when we got... A, one of the nights we started, we stopped at Tennant Creek and those people who don't know, the distance in miles is like, that's 5,000 miles, where the time you go down to Ayers Rock and come back, it's a long, long way. 5,000 kilometres, sorry, not miles. Yeah, so that, we're all yeah. looking at GBC going, hello. So, what happened was, on the night in Tennant Creek, a bunch of lawyers got Alan Moffat aside and said, somebody's got to do something about this Japanese driving this Ferrari. Because he's going through the flying finish over 300, and at the same time, they're not wearing helmets or harnesses. They're doing 300 on the highways. And mind you, we're driving down a highway at 250 plus, passing road trains. It, it is legal to drive at whatever speed yeah, you like yeah, in the Northern Territory, like. but it's a really it's a case drive to your own self-preservation because there's animals. So exactly. Moffat chose to do nothing about it. Nothing was said to these guys. So then we then overnight stopped that night was at um, Alice Springs. We pull out of Alice Springs on the, I think this was on the third day, running of the third day, and the Ferrari's coming to a bend at high speed, lost it sideways, and the Ferrari hit a four-wheel driver, lost control right on a control where two guys were sitting on a table and they ran behind the four-wheel drive. The impact of Ferrari hitting mm -hmm. it pushed the four-wheel drive onto another four-wheel drive, crushed the two officials behind the car, and the two Japs in the car died from head impacts from not wearing helmet. Mm -hmm. Now, I was about the third car at that. We slowed down to about 100, and the helicopter was coming down to do the paramedic bit, and what happened was, the back of the monocoque was broken off, the engine still running, and the monocoque was completely intact. And I saw this accident, you know, and that's, the, as you say, they were designed with Formula One safety in mind, mm. and they are exactly like that until put in the hands of crazy Jap people. Yeah. <laughs> and to all our Japanese viewers, don't worry well, about it. Well, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> wear helmets. Remember yeah, Nakajima in Targa? Yeah. Yeah, it was a famous. Does Satoru Nakajima drive Targa? No, it was a Nakajima. Oh, yeah. this guy was a, he's a truck driver, and this guy was a, like he would drive this GTR. Oh. And get a load of this. Remember his wife? Yes. His wife used to navigate. She couldn't look up at the windscreen because driving in the car it made her sick. So mm. what they did, they mounted a camera, true story, mounted a camera on the front of the car, put a TV screen on the dash. She called the notes for the husband, looking at the screen, and she would never look up at through the window and he drove the car mm. one year in fifth outright yeah he, he was like you got to give it to oh, him he could drive he, he could drive it. it he could burn it as well and <laughs> what <laughs> happened was <laughs> exactly so what happened was the what happened the that was um, an r32 and i remember seeing the uh the video of that actually burning to the ground because I, yeah. I got that video remember i put it in the book remember mm. I did that's that book right yeah. and what happened was the i knew the crew abo were the turbo crew that did that car that's right and something a bolt or something sheared off on the turbo and they put a whole bunch of lagging on the firewall because of the heat mm. so it wouldn't upset the camera in the car well the whole thing went up in flames so it's yeah. her fault and radar hotline was there again <laughs> there we are with camera in car we're dripping straight into the controller here's this gtr in fire everyone jumping out and the moral of the story is if you're in an event and mark bryant is three or four cars behind you get out get out because something's going that's to happen. right yeah. yeah something yeah. is let going him pass. to happen let him go because he is yes. he is not the accident waiting to happen he is waiting for the accident to oh, i'm getting it. a bit stressed about this because uh, mark we've got a bit of a plan to put a south african 
piranha together. Oh, mate, we're gonna yeah, but you're in the car with him. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah you'll be all right. My car, you don't get hurt. My car, you don't get hurt. It'll be the people two or three cars in front. So that's what I'm saying. I don't want to be two or three cars in front of you. So we better get that. We better get an in-car camera set up. Oh, we have to have one of those. Yeah. Where do you reckon we could get one from? AV Central. An in-car camera. <laughs> good old Kim Rogers. He's been uh, very, very good. Well, with we would definitely yeah. have to go to AV Central if we're going to go in-car camera because we'll, for, we'll have to do podcasts from the car during fact, an event. I in was fact, actually talking of. I think that's next. Well, look at John. I did at Mount Bonner this year, driving down the mountain. He built a website for Jeff Schwartz. Remember the <laughs> I didn't know about that. We had a whole website we built. Professionalism oh, all the way. Amazing. Not co drive professionalism. Those 12 inch power books are coming very handy when you're in a race car because they just can fit in the little uh, compartments on the side of the door. <laughs> <laughs> 17 stone so works. typical of yeah. you. That is so typical. And then they moan about you. warranty repairs. Here I am going, get everything out of the car Things lightweight. Last thing I'd be thinking about is looking at a computer. Now there you go, I'll give you another Jap story, another target story. I don't remember what year this one was. And the local Porsche dealer of Tokyo decides he's going to bring his, his whatever model <gasps> Porsche was. It was an awesome car, oh, this thing. Yeah. And I remember, remember how you stop in Hobart on the second, third day? You come third down day. the coast, third day. So that night he drops a clutch, or that day he drops a clutch in the Porsche and give it to him. He, he's like the, the CEO, whatever you call it, of this company. Mm. He will let no one else touch his Porsche. He rings Porsche Hamilton at the time in Melbourne. Mm. Oh, Alan Hamilton was the Porsche dealer, yeah. yeah. Right. They fly a clutch overnight into Hobart. So he, he on his own, with his navigator, his navigator knew nothing, dropped the whole back end of this Porsche out. And this thing's a very high-tech machine. Mm. They drop the whole back end of this thing out. He swaps the clutch over, whacks it back in the car, off he goes again. Mm. And he was running an in-car camera, the same thing. So that day went on, and... All I saw was the car come in on a trailer, completely destroyed. Every panel there was in that car was smashed to pieces. And the in-car camera is a classic. He's gone through a cutting at high speed and the car started to drift. Imagine the way we had that cuttings built up where the side of the road will go up at like 70 degrees straight up in the air. Mm. So this Porsche comes along at high speed, starts to get the drifts and just goes straight up in the air like that and keep going. Did a massive barrel roll through this cutting through the road. It was an mm. incredible accident. They walked away from it, but again, jab driving. Yeah. I think Mark will have to have some more tales from Targa in the, in okay, the future. Oh, and some of your yeah, yeah, some amazing no, yeah, yeah, it is great. great. Well, seen, well, you, you said that story about the Ferrari. I've seen a Ferrari in the very first year of Targa, a, um, a later model Dinos. I can't remember what they called them. You know, the Magnum PI Ferrari? That was the, um, um, not GT. A, three, a 355. Three, no, no, no. 355, 348. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the one. You know what I mean? Long front, modern shape. Yeah, 348, yeah. 355. Modern, modern, the old Dino. It's yeah. the 1436. So this, this, this guy was a Malaysian businessman who came to Tark again, not a lot of experience, driving high-powered car. He's lost it on the second stage, day one in Targa. Yeah, which is why I And it actually cut the top of the Ferrari completely off, and they had to cut them to get them all out of the mm. car, and it sheared the entire top of the car off. And when the car came to stop... I've got this shot, and I think I've shown it to you. Hunt. Look, everyone said Tommy Sahato couldn't drive. And as this, here's this lamppost sheared off. They drove straight through, and all the back of all the rear of the car is all wrapped around. I've seen some amazing accidents yeah. like that. It's just yeah. yeah. is renowned for some yeah. crackers. Motor racing is dangerous, viewers. They do tell you that now. They actually yep. tell you. But it's a shitload of fun. Yeah, that's it. it that's is.
true. Okay, yeah. JP, you're going to give us a bit and of where the... where are we? Uh, We're back at Clipsall again. Yeah, back oh, at Clipsall. Yeah, 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 the Fujitsu V8 supercars. What's that? What's that? What's that your head, Linda? That was my head on the chair. I thought it was the dog. I thought it was the chair. Oh, it was the chair, but it was your head hitting the chair. Oh, ow. Just mind the woodwork. Oh, workers comp? <laughs> Give us a go at that lump. Oh, that's, oh, that's coming up, viewers. It's a shiner. Oh, this is it. We'll have an icon. It'll be just be a lump. Oh, I'm going to get a piece of steak and stuff. Okay. <laughs> Fujitsu V8 supercars. <laughs> Let's get... I'll get this out eventually. They're combined times, mate. The combined times for today. And, um... Who's on pole? Who's and on and pole? combined times. Mark Porter's on pole in his uh, Commodore. Which is very good. He's, uh, he must have pulled one out of the hat there. Now, the um, Porter name is, is related to the um, Alan Porter from um, Kangalotus. Yep. Uh, who else have we got in the... Ah, oh, Macro made it into third in the Better, better Electrical yep. uh, Falcon, which is very good. Second was uh, Kane Scott. Uh, New Zealand. From Mark Petch, yep. Mark Petch Motorsports. Oh, Mark Petch. Now, boy, Mark Petch. Oh, Mark the, Petch. Go back 20 years plus viewers and you'll That's find right. that John Bauer was driving a Volvo with right. Mark Mantis. The mobile block of flats. After 1985, <laughs> and Robbie, Robbie Francovic won the Australian yes, touring car did. title. And Isn't that just so weird? And in 95 or 96, I think, when I went to Bathurst with uh, International Paulie, Mr O'Ryan, and we were actually standing in the pits there and uh, he, he was having quite a long yarn to Mark Petch, who was on about bringing some more bloody vehicles of some description down to Australia. Obviously nothing materialised back then, but uh, there we go. Um, of note, position 7, making a great impact in the uh, Fujitsu series, is the Kiwi Cud himself, Chris Pether. Yes, it's oh, great to see Chris yeah. doing really well there, and I think uh, he's come in uh, position 7, seven combined yep. times. It's also interesting to <coughs> know that... Um, I was talking to Gary uh, McDonald, who had driven that car last year, yep. and he was looking longingly at the V8 utes around the paddock there today, hanging out with uh, Giannis Caviar-Derrams. And um, he's, uh, it looks like he's going to be getting back to some some racing in the utes. But uh, not that he hasn't lost his drive, he's still part of the Kanga, Kanga camp and everything like that, and that's all good. But it's interesting to know that he is there one position behind Grant Denyer's, uh, Craig yeah. Denyer's son, Grant, yep. who is sixth in the Summit Leasing uh, Finance. Tires yeah, which is run out of the, uh, yep. the new uh, Dick Johnson operation. Coming back for his second year, he's definitely on the money there. Um, and uh, what's interesting... Do you think he'll be keeping a close eye on the weather? Especially well, for Sunday? I think he'll be keeping a more of a close eye on Chris Pither because, you see, Chris actually lives with... Grant's dad, Craig, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, w worse than that, he's sleeping in his bed. <laughs> so I mean, oh, look, worse yeah. than that. <laughs> no, I mean, not, and Grant, but Grant's not there. Because <laughs> sure he's busy dancing with the oh, stars. That's right, of course he is. Yeah. yeah, as he would be. And he's doing a great job. I've been watching it. He, he's doing a oh, fantastic even I have job. Great yeah. job. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It really he is brilliant. And yeah. tonight he actually took his co-host. Um, well, he's, he's co-dancing person for a run around in the supercars. Oh, terrific. Oh, Thank really? you, Biatch. That's a term Linda, Linda. It's a, it is a term of endearment, especially right. when you're bringing food out. Exactly. Oh, look, twiggy sticks. What, what, are, all that, what are all those things oh. around? We're not Just remember, to don't talk with mouthful. 
No, don't talk with my mouthful. So while, whilst I'm not eating twiggy sticks, um, again from uh, when we when we hark back to the uh, V8 Ute series, um, coming in at position 20 is Jeff Emery. Yes, Jeff Emery. Uh, Jeff Emery really was the class of the field in Commodore Cup racing. And Marco, you remember when we were down there at Simmons Plains for the uh, the last round? There was a cracker race between him and Marcus, wasn't it? It, it was just absolutely brilliant. And we and we, we stood up there on the on the fence line, watched that, and just, uh, Craig Gore, the boss of WPS Racing, um, was was floating around and had actually, after, as a result of that, invited Marcus up for a drive. Remember the WPS yes, uh, race cars right. for the Endurance? Yep. They haven't announced yeah, their Endurance. They were standing on the... Right next to us. Right next a, to us. And he's walked over and gone, right, what's, what's going on with this guy? No, these guys, that very, very good. So that was uh, very, very exciting. And anyway, so I, I had a bit of a chat to, to Jeff the other day on the phone and, and wished him all the best for the series because he is, you know, an ex-Ute category guy. So that's why yep. I marked them out there. Good to see them there. Now, he, he did own the... Uh, the uh, the Tony Bates car and, and so when I went to have a bit of a chat this afternoon you know was a bit uh, preoccupied and, and probably right. you know this might also be uh, a case that you know you, you want to come if you're going to race cars you, you know, especially at this level you just got to focus but if he's worrying about running another car in another category well you know we've, we've, we've seen so many people who have been through the run it and drive it sort of scenario and it never works certainly doesn't and there's another uh, there's another name of note there sitting uh, in position 17, certain Jack Perkins. Is that the son of? Hmm, Perkins Motorsport. Ah, so we've got more children, more as we were saying ages ago, more of the well, kids coming through. So if the kids, the, well, hey, if Nico Rosberg can do what he's doing in F1, I'm sure that uh, Perkins Junior is going to go fairly well. I don't know whether this happens in other sports, but it just seems that does it run through the family. Absolutely amazing, isn't it? If once you've mm-hmm. got that bloody um, the blood. high octane fuel in the blood, it just but, stays but there. Happen with down the it's been realistic how often you hear of kids that you know dad's a carpenter or a builder or a plumber and something yeah. comes. Yeah, no, maybe we're not interested in that. Well, you're saying is this the case? Of course it's the case. He always goes too far, doesn't he? Of course yeah. it's the case. It's just so yeah. stupid. Whether you're an electrician, architect, a solicitor, you want to do what your father does. Well, none of my kids have ever done wanting to do what I do. Oh, John well, and I actually, don't that's want to not, do what you do. That's not strictly true, <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, we don't like going broke. Yeah, get out of here. Hey. Oh, yeah. If we're going to get personal now, I can say, well, my Apple dealership hasn't gone broke. But I know someone else who's dead. Yeah, who yeah, no longer lives yeah. in Sydney. But I, at, least I, <laughs> <laughs> but at least I got out, viewers. Anyway, I think... No, 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 let's, let's, let's qualify that, subject. yes. No, I, I got out before it was... This wasn't my fault. No, okay. All right. As they say, you've got to go break three times before you make it big. Really? That's true. Is that right? If you oh. haven't been broke three true? times, you haven't learned enough. Well, um, most successful people in business go down two or three times before they make it. Anyway, very rarely does anyone make it. Well, can you ring Rupert Murdoch up and tell him that? How many times have you been down, Linda? (laughs) (laughs) And did you go broke as a result of it? (laughs) (laughs) Or go full broke? Sorry. Okay, where are we up to? We're up to asking what those square little biscuits are with nothing on it. Um, Have I gone too far? Well, they're those little French toast things that you're supposed to use with pate, but the pate over there. These are JP's kind. They're good. I'm munching. We can't do that. There's no munching. No, no munching. Munching not allowed. Okay, what have we got more for White Ant Thursday? White Ant Thursday? 
That's another story we can't tell. What on Thursday? Oh, okay. Are we allowed to talk about V8? V8 witches. V8, what are they? As in, Actually, as in supercars. No, there's something very important that we do need to bring up, and that is, and congratulations to Paul Ryan and the Multimatic oh, team panels yes. for winning the uh, um, winning opening class. round of ALMS yep. at uh, American Le Mans Series at Sebring last weekend. Oh, 12 hours. Yep, well, in the wow. GT2 car category. Uh, David Brabham paired up with Scotty Maxwell and uh, uh, Bordet. Uh, Bordet, what's his yeah, name? Bordet. Bordet. Sebastian. What do you, uh, Sebastian, what do you do all day? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yep, they come up on top. It was I great. Did. They did. He mm. said, we're going up and you. The, did you uh, listen to it? Yeah, I listened to it. Absolutely. And yeah. the, uh, the, 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 the GT1 class was also won by uh, 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 Jason... Diesling. Jason. Oh, no, no, Jason Bright yeah, won that. Well, yes. Jason Bright with Pedro Lamy and I don't know yep. the other third, mm. uh, Stefan Sarazen in the car, and that was uh, really good it for, was. for ProDrive. Mm. Um, in the P2 category was won by uh, Lucas Lure and Sasha Marson in the uh, the new uh, Porsche RS Spider mm. um, prototype. And the outright victory went... First Sorry, and first uh, to the the Porsche uh, the the, 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 the Audi, Audi R10 diesel. diesel. Let's go dieseling. Yep. Go episode fifteen. That's exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the the other one uh, shut us off. But uh, nonetheless, that's great. That's really really good. I'm really pleased. Paul's uh, podcast at uh, Multimatic. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It is good. It's he, very, how good very does he mix? Yeah. How does he mix that? He, obviously, you know, because Paul, yeah, Paul has a script. Well, yeah, but Paul's just got all that sort of sort of. That's just what he does. Oh, you he's, know? he's oh, puts it all together and edits it. No, 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 no. That's oh. just the way it is. We're just slack, and you know, we just don't care. We talk with our mouths full. We have the odd crackle, you know. So Paul would never allow that on his show. That's just the way he is. Do you, do you no, think he's related to Se Sebastian Bourdais? On the on the on the faces that we're always going to ask Paul, what the hell do you do all day? <laughs> <laughs> but they had an excellent lineup. Um, in the second car was um, Scotty Maxwell. No, no Scotty Maxwell. No, they, they had. had uh, no, they had Bruno Ginquera, ah. uh, who had been out from uh, Champ Car Racing since a nasty crash at Indy earlier in the year. Uh, that was, and it was also his first time in a, in a sports car. Uh, Stephen Bourdais is, is no stranger to sports car racing, having competed in Le Mans in the PlayStation Orica yep. car um, back in 2002. And uh, he uh, and recently on a Mustang program with Multimatic with his father in, in Florida, so at Daytona. So, yes, uh, Gunnar Jeanette and... Um, Gunnar Jeanette, that's it, I'm trying to think. Uh, yep. who's, the, the, who's the other person in the car? Why can't I think of it? No, uh, Oh, pregnant Paul. Anyway, we'll come up. But Gunner was a little bit sort of... Well, geez, couldn't I have heard, like, uh, Sebastian? Because they're all both tall guys. Uh, you know, getting in and out of the car was a little bit of a worry, I suppose. But uh, I'll come back to you. Viewers, we'll come back to you later when we remember about the... Uh, the, the third person. The third person. The third person, first remote. Yep, anyway, very good work. And viewers, uh, suggest you have a listen to the Multimatic Team, panel. Team Panos podcast. Go to yeah, just doesn't matter what store you're at. Just type in Panos or Multimatic. Hey, hey, you know, does Paul give us plugs? Yeah, no, he can't plug us because he's David Because he's Larry Holt corporate line. But once Larry Tate, he hears this, he'll give us a reciprocal plug. Well, that's why I throw that up, Paul. You better be listening to this, Paul. Please, Paul. Yeah. You better give us a plug. And I promise. Or we won't come to your wedding. 
Okay, boy. Actually, he's probably hoping that we won't. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> for fear of I hate being, it when Linda okay, boys. It means she's got something else she wants to talk no, about. No, I'm not. I'm just saying. Just okay. Steady. Okay, anyway, we're on a bit of a wind-up, but we're also got to move into Techland and before, just for a sec. Yes. If you don't mind, Linda, uh, JP, I uh, believe that you actually do have Windows XP running on the Mac uh, Intel boxes at the office. Give we us do. the state of the nation on that, son. Um, early days yet, but uh, certainly it runs, it boots, uh, in fact it boots incredibly quickly um, for, the, for the average heathen box user, uh, Ashley Dean Draper if you're listening, um, the things that you're used to sitting in front of, uh, it probably boots a whole lot bloody faster than that. Um, no drivers for USB devices, uh, no decent video card support yet, but um, you know, the whole thing has come about by a, an American businessman who put a challenge up on the web um, and got uh, people to donate money to the first organisation or person who could come up with uh, a means whereby Windows XP would run on a Mac because this guy's a Mac freak but he has to run his accounting system in Windows um, and he, wanted, he didn't want to drag two computers around, I have the hassle of two computers. And the whole thing snowballed and uh, yeah, they got it all up and running. You can download it off the web. I cannot remember the address for the life of me. Um, but I mean, it, it just type in uh, Mac, Mac Windows XP or whatever into Google and you'll find it. No, that uh, sounds, that sounds and very it's, exciting. And it's pretty awesome to look at and you just sort of do a double take and it's just, yeah, the Mac's just running Windows just like you'd hope it would. I think it's about time to wind it up because it looks like the Cooper's team boys have arrived. Like and the uh, team boys are here. And uh, that means there's a barbecue going on and we'll have a little bit of a barbecue. Oh, what do we got for the barbecue tonight? Barbecue tips, boys? Barbecue tips. Well, we went out, Linda and I went out shopping and uh, of course we got the obligatory snags. We got some very nice uh, silver side that's yeah. been beaten to within an inch of its life. So yeah. it'll just be straight on, quick flick over and then off again. And we got some, what else? Yep. We got some lamb chops. Yes, we got some very nice lamb chops. Yeah. And, and those beautiful little um, soy and honey chicken, oh, uh, chicken yes. wings. Yes, and then I had to be very difficult wings. and get the Italian yeah. sausages as well. Yeah, Linda doesn't like your regular sausages. Well, so that's we because to get I was reading the label on them. Yeah, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's the Italian background in me. But it was also because no. I was having a bit of a stress attack when I was reading the labels. And I actually thought. The ones that you picked up first, JP, had more numbers in them than they did actually Why have any sort of food process. Why do they even do that, they don't know. No, it doesn't matter if it tastes good. And they good read all the on the package. You care. Because, no, no we do care. Because yeah, we, we care right. about what we put into our bodies and, and because we're yeah. also feeding other people, we don't know whether we're going to get a lawsuit later on in life when it comes a back lawsuit. to us saying, oh, come on. you ended up causing us these um, illnesses now because you fed up with these I'm just going to tell you what, that'd be the day you've got enough money to go out and see the kids. Oh look, I'm sure they'll unfortunately, I'm sure they'll... Oh, I'll go borrow, they'll borrow off the grandparents. Yeah, well we won't go there, that's just happened in my family and I don't really trust it. Well, someone's dropped a clang up somewhere. The boys have definitely here. I think it's about time to wrap it up. Jack Elford's just wandering in, so I don't know whether Johnny wants to just get him on here right straight away. And I'm have a chat about his day. We're going to get um, Craig Lance or um, Jamie Wink up to the tonight. Jack's, Jack's here now. So, Hello. G'day, Jack. How are you, mate? Hello, Jack. We're just finishing off the radio show and we thought we'd sit you down and ask you how your day went. You did pretty well today coming up to Fitz. Oh, how was. 
For those of you viewers who are uh, just wondering what's going on there, Jack's a little bit taller than most of us and uh, there's a hanging pot plant that's yeah, a bit low. He's twice Linda's height. They don't call him tripods for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so Jack, how was your day today, first day out? How was it? Yeah, today was pretty good. Um, first session was a little bit slow. Went out um, with some old fuel that we had in for the test out Malala. Um, so we just tried to drain as much as what we could. Went out. Managed to run out of petrol, which was good in one respect. Well, that was the, the well, end was, of the whole thing. It was. Wasn't it? Get rid of the the yeah, exactly. So, and uh, whilst we didn't really put any good uh, lap times in, we we're um, pleased with how, with how the car handled. So, second session, we um, I think only six tenths off the pace. I think we were fifth. Mm. Um, so that was encouraging. Um, yeah, so new tyres tomorrow morning and away we go with qualifying. I'm pretty confident of putting out some pretty good times. Great. Now how do you think, it, I don't know if you've noticed, but it's pretty warm down here in Adelaide, which is quite surprising at this time of year and the humidity. Do you reckon that's made any effect at all on the cars? I don't think so. Every time we're, we're down here, uh, it's always warm, Calypso, this time of year. I don't know why, but just, yeah, it just, yeah, what it just happens? is. And then, uh, it is the time of the year. It's, it's, it's that, um, because traditionally we have a very dry heat down here. Yeah. But we're getting the tail end of that cyclone up in Queensland, so it's actually been a little bit more humid than normal. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's always warm. I don't know, just the, just the way it works. But the humidity mm. actually affects the um, cars more than if it's dry. Mm. Yeah, right. I, I'd have to say that um, like when I got out of the car today, I said to to, to McAllister and also to um, James Hogan, I said that was dead set hotter than when we raced in Darwin. Mm. So the cars are, have been in pr pretty hot conditions, Indy, um, you know, a number of times, mm. uh, Darwin. Um, so I think our lap times were, were, were quicker this year than what they were uh, in practice last year. So I think that, you know, the cars themselves aren't too bo bothered the by it, yeah, but uh, in saying that, you know, qualifying that's where it matters. Yeah. Practice times don't really count. So. No, that's right. And yeah. how are you finding the BF now? I mean, because is it a, a big transition from It is a big transition. Yeah, the um, the gearing's totally different. Uh, so that's one thing to come to grips with. And also the power curve. Uh, the AU had a lot more torque down low uh, and not much up, to up top. However, this one's the complete opposite. Um, nothing so down low, but plenty up top. Yeah, exactly. So unless you're on the cam, um, yeah, there's not a lot of power there. Pretty doughy, actually. So, but as the AUs, um, I think there's only a few there now, but as they get upgraded to BFs, they're then going to up the revs and, and give the Ford more power along with the Holdens, and then I think you'll see much faster cars and um, yeah, better racing as well. Mm. Cool. You, you said AUs, you're meaning the BAs, or <coughs> there are some... The, the, the older BAs are, were actually AU cars with BA visuals on them, is that, that right? That's exactly right. They're, we were still run, well, they're still running the 5 litre Windsor motor, right? Uh, even though they've got a BA front end. So. But there's not a physical transition package from the old AUBA to the BF. It's, you have to get the new car. It's a totally new car. Right, so it's all, all yeah. new steel and everything. Everything. Yeah. From, you know, front to back. We were talking earlier just to how, how just wonderful it is, like that the work that Liz Small has put into it and just the fact that, you know, here we've got a category which has got, like, like actually, it's almost like the Carrera Cup cars. Like, you just go, I just order a real new race car and it comes out. It's, it's almost no sound ending. And it, it, the, 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 the chassis have come off the line just right. Yeah, they um, they make you feel like you're driving faster and they also sound faster, which is which is good to, obviously, as a driver and also good to the public because they like to hear, mm. you know, cars with a bit of attitude. Um, but, you know, Les Small's done a great job. Um, yeah, but... Like I said, just can't wait to get rid of the AUs. They're an old, they're an old thing now. We all want to go faster, so 
Uh, well, sooner, sooner the better. We did pretty well, got rid of all three in New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite the way you meant to get rid of them, but hey, I think the boys are just trying to speed the process up there. Uh, well, that was the plan, wasn't it? Go over there and sell it? Well, yeah, they got to start plan. somewhere. Yeah, totally. I, mean, I wasn't going unless I'd sold mine, and I was fortunate enough to sell mine before I, before I even left, so... Yeah, have you heard from the bloke you sold it to? <laughs> yeah, actually we've become good mates, so... <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I sold him a good car. Oh, <laughs> my God, mate, you owe me another guard. <laughs> I actually supplied... And you said a valve spring. <laughs> I actually supplied a, a front bar and two front guards with the car, purchased the car. And then obviously in that last <laughs> corner, I've managed to take out the other Cooper's car. And um, in quite spectacular fashion, which was good. And all that was damaged to that car was front bumper and two front guards so he had spares to um to, to to fix it anyway but he thought that I did it on purpose because there were actually spares. Ah, typical driver so. speak isn't oh. it? Typical driver speak. Oh, and and while spares. we're on that subject actually there's an unforgotten plug here that uh, that Johnny's forgotten about which, which is I, that's the unforgotten one. No which, which, which if you want to see a bit of that action from last year viewers <gasps> you need to look at the promo for the V8 Utes and download it from the iTunes Music Store. That's, That's right. right. I actually did that myself about two or three days ago, and it's excellent. Mm, I have it on my iPod. I keep running around showing everybody. It's a great way to explain what you do. Look, uh, ab absolutely. I'm really happy with the, the download rate, and I think we rated um, in the top, well into the top 100 of sports podcasts uh, today with uh, the V8 Utes, and that, that's really good. That is wonderful. But it Jack, cool. back to Jack, because we don't get Jack on the show much. I hear you're single now. Very single very, <laughs> and very happy. <laughs> Listen, for our, for our female yeah. listeners out there, I'm actually sitting He's an ugly Jack, bastard. And I can tell you now, uh, by God, if he got some muscles and shoulders, girls. Oh. So. Oh. Yeah, get around here. What's your address? <laughs> He's not bad. So it's any of you young girls out like there, headquarters. like a V8 new driver, right. line up. <laughs> Yeah, uh, mate, I'd walk past the kangaroo yeah, sure and then had a bit of a look and said hello to Chris Pither and it looked like, mate, there's all sorts of lovely girls uh, hanging around there Actually, and it's only Thursday. Mm, I know, it's, like it's only going to get better and obviously the finale. Well, he's got to concentrate now. Right. He's got to concentrate now, but he's got actually Sunday off. And also most of tomorrow you? off because actually we've only got qualifying at 8.30 in the morning. By 8.50 you're done, mate. You can probably get out to get a couple of honeys out for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, not, <laughs> can't say I'm interested in doing that tomorrow. Obviously, just looking forward to getting this car going exactly. right. And, uh, so he's a dedicated uh, guy. Hanging out with the team. And then after the over, then he plays. Exactly. He's, showing the, the, he's showing the focus required. He, it's just a difference and not only between that, Glenn professional and... <laughs> Glenn green like that every time. <laughs> <laughs> the cars looked absolutely sensational on the track and... Um, up there from the Cooper's corporate box looking out, Glenn was very pleased with the way things were. And there we had we had the you and James Harrigan top ten, mm -hmm. um, and that's good. Uh, interesting to see that the two sand we were talking about it before the two sand grapers had come into first and second. With uh, Kerry Wade, who had just a trick of a season last year, really with everything blowing up here, there, and everywhere. And Grant Johnson, who says he's coming back to do a full season. Mm. Wait to see whether they're consistent. Tomorrow. Yeah, well, Kerry Wade's had the last two days out at Malala, so he's probably tested the car more than anyone else. Okay. And plus, also, he's got pretty good natural speed anyway, so um, he's going to be tough to better over the weekend. Grant Johnson, he's no slug either. So, uh, and he's in a Commodore. Um, so, we're going to have our work cut out trying to get to get past those two. We were having a little bit of a conversation before about is it funny how, like, you get so many 
so much family involved with car racing and you look and you know there's someone's son and someone else's son is it like that in football mate because you came out of a football background and your dad was a footballer no my grandfather was a footballer oh, i see i got it wrong but no there are plenty i wouldn't say that there's that many but obviously they attract a little bit more uh, you know more headlines being the son of someone who's been there done that and i suppose it probably just and do you think that actually makes it easier for them when they're getting in there, or do you think it makes it tougher because they, you know, there's, there's always someone out there going, oh, well, he's only got there because he's so and so's son. Well, I mean, that, that happens, happens in all types of sports, but um, I'd say it's an advantage initially because you're going to have a lot more insight into the game. Right? Yep. You're going to be getting a lot more, you know, better advice than, say, from your father who has no idea about football yeah. or motor racing. So it helps in that regard, but. Um, it can also place some undue pressure on, on individuals and just depending on how they handle that depends on, I suppose, how they're going to perform. Um, some people love pressure, others don't. Yep, true. Um, but yeah, there are a few people in motorsport, as in, in, uh, in rugby league as well, that probably shouldn't be there, but they are there because they are someone's son. So, mm. no, well, good luck to them. That's the way it goes. That's right. That's th- what we were saying previously, wasn't yeah. it? Mansell was, you know, like, at least in that situation with his sons, and the other ones, as you were saying, yeah. Rosberg. Nico Rosberg, yeah. They can tell them the, the downsides of where normally, and no one with any family in there can sort of give them that avenue. Exactly. Of going, and you'll probably find, that too, that they've also got, they've not just got their father, but because they've because of the circles that their father moves yeah, in. Yeah, the dynamics of the whole thing they've growing got up with fr- it. The father's got friends from within that same industry, mm. so they're exposed to it the whole time. So it's got to make, certainly, as Jack said, it's mm. got to make it a lot easier for them to get in there. In the yeah, first well, mm. I'll tell you, Molly Taylor's a classic example of that with Coral, her mother. And I mean, yeah, we've actually got a, a woman that's actually getting her daughter now. Oh yeah, going through Coral the Taylor. Now, that's, yeah, um, yeah. Neil Bates co-driver. And I mean, Molly's now yeah. actually yeah. testing formula cars. And I've got to admit, her track times are actually quite amazing. And good luck to her. Yep. But as, again, she's got the intro with a mum and also a dad. So yeah, I think the family thing really does help. And great, if you can get it, why not? Oh, absolutely. Every advantage is, yeah. I'm all for any advantage. Sure. <laughs> Anything to get you there and, and get you up the front and win. Yep, do it. Go for it. I agree with you there. So, yeah. Ooh, okay. He's gone. Now, so what's the program for tonight, guys? We, well, we're going uh, to break down the barbie and we're going to eat It's nearly 8.30, so we'll just wrap the show up in a second. Johnny's just got caught up on a quick phone call, but no, he's coming back now. But we're actually going to so, do a yeah. couple of um, little point episodes, if you'd like to. How would you call it? Would you call it a little mini episode now, over I've the weekend? A, 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 one thing a I forgot to even mention earlier with you guys was I think we need a new segment called the Radio Hot Lap Wow of the Week. Oh, do you know what I would like to do? Am I allowed to do Oh, we're going to yeah, do it. You're going to do it anyway. Right. Don't ask me what it was all about. Well, That's go fine. ahead. You just carry well, okay, on. Well, uh, Jake, I'm listening uh, to you. Wow. Go ahead. Well, wow stands for Wanker of the Week, right? Wanker of the Week. Okay. And I just thought that now the season's started, we'll just go ahead oh, and we'll pick someone from each yeah, round. Yeah, this is, could be a karma be, thing, mate, that comes back and be, bites you. you know. And I just thought it was a good idea. And you know what, you know what set me off with the wow thing? Right. Was I was at the shopping centre about two weeks ago and I came out and there was a red Commodore, an SS V8, and this guy had taken every single holding badge off of it and replaced it with a Chev badge and the number plate was Chev C-H-E-V-8-S-S and I thought, my God 
Well, it's not sacrilegious, but it's just stupid. I mean, okay, the motor might be a Chev, the car's a Holden, mate, you know. Matter. Can you get your head around it? So, anyway, I just thought it looked... Well, if you had a Holden, totally you'd be willing to rebadget, wouldn't you? So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, fair comment, Jack. Yeah. Loyal so there you go. to the brand. Uh, and he, and he's, a, he's a top bloke because he shares the passion with us and he's a good Subaru driver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, well, there you go. Jack, top ten questions. Oh, oh yeah. Radio, okay, uh, number one, dream car. Your dream car, what dream would it be? Dream car? Um, probably one of those AMG CLS. Oh, oh. No, this like one's a bit better, but mm. silver. <laughs> silver, preferably silver. Solid silver. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Send your photo, girl. Uh, uh, number two, favourite motorsport event? Um, Clipsal. Most embarrassing motorsport moment? Most embarrassing motorsport moment. It'll be this. I've been caught taking a leak a couple of times, you know, behind... Behind the shoe, the jar, you're probably when you've been buffing, yeah. Was that on those nervous days? It was cold weather. Oh, not... Mate, you got a lucky charm or something you don't race without? Lucky charm? Um... I don't say I really have a lucky charm, but I, I go through a bit of a process before each race. And yeah, I, I do it with football and I do it with this. I wouldn't say it's a superstition, but it's something that, a pattern that I actually have. Mm. Favourite gadget, number five? Favourite gadget? Uh, could be a PlayStation gadget. even, or something like that. that. No, don't get into that. No, no, you were saying to me today, you were a little technically handicapped. I'd say probably surfboard. Surfboard. That's, oh, well, great. Yeah, that's good. That's a great gadget. All right, well, you can rule me out of the list now. But four <laughs> people you'd invite for dinner. Mm. You're safe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't take it very I don't know. <clears throat> for dinner, probably two of my good mates. Actually, no, I couldn't do that. Is am allowed to invite four, including myself? Yeah, yeah. you're, you're four, number another five. Another four people. Okay, right. cool. And they can be dead or alive. Two of my good mates and. God, would say. God, I don't know about. No, no, God, no. Because he wouldn't get a start either. <laughs> um, we'll come back to that. That's yeah, a tough one. It goes to about that. Such a choice. If you're in a movie, what role would you cast yourself as? Oh, it'd have to be an action one. Yeah, but, yeah, but who? Uh, and it would have to be. Go on. No, 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 no. Who's no. <laughs> <laughs> a can opener? Mate. Nicholas Cage in. Uh, <gasps> oh, oh yeah. you're gone in 60 seconds. Gone in 60 <laughs> yeah. seconds. He's an annoyance. Oh isn't my he? god. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Linda's just melting in the um, corner. Favorite here. barbecue, <laughs> barbecue recipe or cooking tip? Don't let me cook for you. That's my tip. I love it. Yeah, very good. When it comes to water, is it still or sparkling? Um. Especially when you go to those fancy Italian restaurants. Yeah, exactly. Those are the restaurants are sparkling, but most of the time still. And would your preference be a dog or a cat? Dog. Yeah. Oh, he is a man. Oh, He's a are. man! Oh, wonderful. Jack, thank you so much for that. It's been, for me, it's been a pleasure. We're just oh, the phone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just slid off her seat. Yeah. That was Sean, <laughs> Sean Williams on the phone then. Yeah, Sean Williams on the phone there, uh, uh, Macca, Macca McAllister, uh, just on the outer of the, uh, the, the the Cooper squad, but still sort of just a little bit in there. He's going, how do I get there? I said, well, I'm actually doing a radio show with Jack. He goes, well, but I, I need to know the instructions. I said, well, mate, I, 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 what do you want me to do? And he goes, well, well, 
I said, go to a service station, you'll find the place. He goes, I'm going to remember this and hang Why up. Why didn't you put me on the phone, you uh, duffer? Who's because the you were talking. Here? I'll, I'll ring you back. Ring you back, oh, listen. Yeah. Ring oh, back. Anyway, they're very unforgettable. But uh, I noticed that Macca didn't have um, uh, his web address right inside of his car. He only had McAllister.motors.com. I said, you need no, here. He goes, back. oh, there's not enough room. <laughs> oh I said, oh, well, they'll get there then. And then around the other side, there was room. He goes, oh, yeah, there is too. <laughs> anyway, I think we might on. leave it on that. I think right. we should roll it up now. We will. Get the and, and get that Jack, hopefully, we'll uh, get a get a have a, a chat with you another time, and uh, maybe you can tell us about uh, how the transition from football to motorsport has yeah, gone. Be and uh, because I, I don't think that I have seen too many people make a stronger transition to the sport as Jack has, mm. especially to win your first event at Indy in the first year and get a couple of extra prizes. Mm. <laughs> at once. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you uh, love me. <laughs> <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's time but to... But you uh, deserved it. I think it is. I did. Yeah. And, right. and you were there to tell the and, uh, viewers. So, wishing Jack good luck for uh, the weekend. Yeah, all the Coopers yeah. guys, great job. Good luck, guys. Yeah, thank you. Well, thanks, and viewers, for listening to the 23rd episode of Radio Hot Lap, where we take a light-hearted look at the world of motor racing, cool and emerging technology and gadgets, and barbecue techniques. Thanks, Linda, for coming We're down for the weekend. No Practice worries, Practice those John. barbecue thanks, techniques John. right now. Absolutely. And thank you, uh, Mr. Bryant. Thank you, Mark. For your tall stories from <laughs> Targa and the Cannibal Run. <laughs> and thank you, Rusty Sausage. Thanks, Jack, for dropping in. Yeah, thanks, Jack. Night, viewers. Good night, night viewers. viewers. What is this in the sauce?